You've just tuned into the Britney Smith Podcast, where we care and share with a whole lot of flair on all things business, branding, raising babies, and everything in between. Because let's face it, being a busy lady is a whole situation, especially when you've got big dreams and you're brilliant at what you do. We're going to get right over here, okay? On this show, we'll talk about building an excellent, sustainable, and profitable brand, raising babies while raising your empire, the power of faith while we flex our hustle muscles, and girl, finding our true rhythm in the midst of all the hats that we wear. Oh, yes, we are creating our most authentic lives over here. I am so glad you showed up today. Here's to you, sis. Let's get it. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Brittany Smith podcast. I am super excited. Um, I love the fact that you guys have been rolling with us um, for the last couple of weeks. And this time, we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going. We're going to keep that same energy. Um, We are here to equip you with some things that is going to help you or that are going to help you um, in your business. And there's some mama stuff that's going to be woven in here as well. So you are in good company. Today, I have my friend, Jen Patterson, and she is a money coach for entrepreneurs. Yes, you heard me right, a money coach for entrepreneurs. And how many of you know that managing money, first of all, just as a person, can be difficult, can be frustrating, can be annoying. Um, But once you have a business, that's a whole nother set of rules. It's a whole nother level of discipline. Um, there are just things that you need to know that are business specific that sometimes you just don't know. And you learn the hard way if you don't get advice or don't get guidance from someone like Jen. So you definitely want to lean in, take notes. This is another working episode. So I want you to write things down. I want you to, um, take down the challenges. I'm pretty sure, you know, y'all, y'all know I like to give homework. So I want you to write down your homework assignments and, and we're going to be able to share online what you got from this episode. But Jen is going to school us on how to manage our money. All right. So Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. And that was a fantastic introduction. Oh man. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm super excited that you are here. Um, so why don't you just tell us about Jen? Who is Jen? What does Jen do? And who does Jen serve? Absolutely. So I am a mom. I'm an entrepreneur. I am a Canadian. So I live on the West Coast of Canada. And my background is entirely finance-based. So I am a graduate of economics. I worked as a financial planner for about five years. And the way that I got doing what I'm doing is that same story that you told in the introduction of people who start businesses and I just have no idea how to handle the money side of it. Because you're right, it is a skill set that goes on top of everything else you have to know as an entrepreneur. You have to know how to do your job, but you also have to know how to run a business. And that is a totally brand new skill set for a lot of people. And they don't necessarily learn it when they get started. So they get themselves into trouble. You know, they're just killing it on the business side. They're bringing in lots of new clients, the revenue's flowing, and yet they're still struggling. And I saw that over and over and over again in with entrepreneurs in every different walk of life, everything from, you know, doctors and lawyers to tradespeople to coaches, you know, all of that, because these skills are not taught. These skills are not taught to anybody. And so 
I decided to shift gears in my business. I gave up my uh, financial planning licenses and went full force into money coaching with entrepreneurs to teach them those so, so critical skills, those foundational money skills that you really have to have if you want your business to be long-term successful. Absolutely. Listen, I am, I, I told you know, the listeners from the beginning of this show, then the experts that I have coming on here, I'm not bringing these experts in for you guys. I'm bringing them in for me. <laughs> You know, um, we're, we're all learning together. And so, um, Jen, I thank you for your um, being transparent. Um, you know, we all had to start somewhere. We all had to start somewhere. And you're right. Like when someone says, oh, I want to start a business. The first thing that you think of is logo. You think of the name of the business. You think of a website. You think of what color you want the brand to be. You think of what products you want to sell. You do not think of balance sheets. You do no. not think of how to manage and, and, and organize your receipts. You do not think about taxes. Okay. You don't think about any of well, that. Well, and that's the thing that it's not sexy. It's not fun. Yeah. It's not exciting. You know, the, the thing that grabs people's attention is like how to get new clients, how to bring in that revenue, how to, you know, generate profits. But there's no discussion on like what to do with that money when it comes in the door. And that decision is just as critical as your branding, as your website, as, you know, all of that other stuff, which is, you know, kind of fun and exciting to do, especially in those early days. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that happens is, um, fortunately or unfortunately, depending upon what side of the spectrum you're on, you will treat your business finances the way you treat your personal finances. And for some of us, that can be scary. Okay. If you are loaded up on credit card debt, personally, chances are you're going to be looking for business lines of credit if you can even get it for your business, right? And Absolutely. then when those bills show up, you'll stick your head in the sand like, oh, I'll get to it and then never get to it, right? Yeah. Or maybe you, you're a, a, a real frivolous spender personally. Well, and I'm raising my hand uh, in the spirit right now, <laughs> but I was, I was a very frivolous spender and still sometimes have those tendencies in my personal life and so when it comes to my business, it's like, oh, yeah, I need those branded pencils with a pencil sharpener. Like, first of all, <laughs> no, you don't. OK, it's cute. But no. Right. Like you, you have to have self-control um, when it comes to managing your business. So, Jen, tell me and tell us, what are some of the most common mistakes you see as you're dealing with entrepreneurs and their money? I'm going to tell you the biggest mistake I see like across the board, no matter who I'm talking to, how long they've been in business. And the biggest mistake people make hands down is not paying attention. They, like you said, they stick their head in the sand. They think that, oh, I'll get to it later. And then usually when it comes up and rears its ugly little head is sometime around tax time when you go, oh, holy bleep, I... I've got to get my stuff together. I've got to grab all those receipts. I've got to deal with, you know, what are my invoices? Is that up to date? Oh, hang on. Where did that money come from? Or I know I spent some money somewhere. Where is that receipt for that giant laptop that I bought? And it all comes to a head. And I've had so many of my clients say to me that, you know, gets to tax season. And I look at my year and I realize I didn't actually make any money. And it's like, well, yeah, because you weren't, looking at it. So you were trying to make decisions without having any 
basis for it. It, it, Going blind. It's like, you know, someone walking down the street with their hands over their eyes and expecting not to walk into traffic. Right. Something is not going to, it's not going to be great. So, you know, you have to pay attention. You have to show your money some of that love and attention that you give to your business because it's there to support you. Your money is there supporting you. It's why you get up in the morning. So if you're not going to show it some love, then it's going to run out the door. Yeah. That's, that's really what it comes down to. And, you know, what I recommend people do is one hour a week, dedicate to your finances. You know, and I've had people come back to me and say, well, that's a lot. And it's like, well, think about like your body you know, and exercise and things like that. If you were told that you need to exercise an hour a week, you'd be like, that's nothing. When you're told, you know, pay attention to your money an hour in a week, that seems like a lot. Like, let's, let's check on your priorities there because your money is the central thing that's going to keep your business going. It's going to keep your family afloat. Money touches everything in our lives. And I'm only asking you to pay attention to it for an hour a week. Like that's really not a lot in the grand scheme of things. So set aside that time in your calendar and show up like you're going to show up, you know, for a client appointment or a doctor's appointment or something else that is that critical. Your money date, your money power hour, which is what I call it, is just as important. And it's got to be in your calendar and it's got to be every week. That is so good. So ladies and few gentlemen that might be listening, that is your first homework assignment is scheduling that one hour a week that you are going to spend on your finances. Um, Because Jen makes a very great point. The things that you ignore will do their own thing. Um, You know, and as you, as you were talking about that, I'm thinking of all the subscriptions that I have. (laughs) Oh man, do not get me started on subscriptions. Woo! They are a money cow for those yes. who provide them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's almost like if you really want to make money in your business, make sure you have some kind of subscription service. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. There's yeah. a reason why so many businesses are striving toward that model and shifting toward that model. It's because it's so lucrative because people don't pay attention. Right. And I mean, I'm guilty of it too. It's happened to all of us where, you know, you sign up for a free trial or you've got the subscription and you're like, you know, you're going through your statements and going, dang it, I forgot to cancel, yep. you know, like for me, it was like a channel on um, prime video. I ordered this channel to watch this one show and I was like, oh, I'll cancel it before it <laughs> renews. And, you know, this is what I do for a flipping living and right. <laughs> I still missed it. And, you know, I had to pay that extra $9, which right. was like, dang. <laughs> These things, and they add up. They add up. They add up. There's, I have a subscription right now. Um, for this thing called capital, you might've heard of it because you're in the finance industry and it's supposed to be one of those like, you know, auto money saver type things where every, you know, it'll take a dollar for every dollar that you spend or something like that. It's like, it's supposed to automatically save you money and like pile it up for you. Um, But it's not doing what I needed to do. And I've tried to cancel it several times and it's still taking $3 a month from me. And I I can't figure out how to take it, how to cancel it. But it's, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, it's $3. Well, yeah, but that $3 turns into $36 every year, you know, and you really could be putting that $36 towards something else. So it's death by a thousand cuts. It's slow and it's painful and you don't really notice it happening until you're in the weeds and it's really tough to get out. So, you know, like, 
that pay attention, that money date, that money power hour is so, so critical because it prevents those situations from getting completely out of control when you're like, I haven't used the subscription in six months and now I'm a hundred dollars in the hole. Right. Like it, right. it prevents those, I call them money black holes where they just, you know, money just disappears and you have no idea what happened to it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Paying attention will put a stop to that like almost immediately. And it's, it's really, really shocking how quickly people can turn it around with that one tiny little tweak in their life is just having that power hour. Very good. So that is your first homework assignment is scheduling your power hour each week where you touch, look at, clean up, fix. <laughs> and honestly, if you are totally brand new to like dealing with your finances, if you've been a stick your head in the sand kind of person for your whole life, just take that hour and just open your statements. Get used to the action of opening up your statements and looking at them and right. seeing what's come in and gone out. Like you don't even have to take any actions. Just look at it and pat yourself on the back for taking that step because a lot of people don't even take that step. And it can be really, really hard. And there can be a lot of like triggering moments and it can be very, very difficult because our money is linked to that fight or flight reflex. Like it's our yeah. survival. Yeah. And so we can have a lot of trauma wrapped up in our money. And so if you're that person and you're totally terrified, just take the step of opening up your bank statements, open up your credit card statements and just look at them, pat yourself on the back and move on. You know, don't put too much pressure on yourself to do a whole bunch of stuff right. because then you're not going to do it. Yeah. And that's I and, sure, I you sure know, a moot point. <laughs> and it's a moot point. And then it's like, well, yeah. what, what are we even talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Great, great, great point. Um, so the reason why people go into business is to make money. It is to fund their dream. It is to build a legacy for their family. It is to avoid the hustle and bustle and demand of the nine to five life, even though there's a completely different demand for the entrepreneur life. But we're, we'll talk about that maybe a little bit later. Um, so how do I pay myself as an entrepreneur? Like I just started. I sold my first batch of cookies. I made $10 off the sale. Can I go to Walmart and buy me a I did a T-shirt or do I need to put that money aside? <laughs> well, Okay. For the first, for that first sale, I would say go buy the t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> because that is something to celebrate. That first dollar yes. in the door, that first time you, you make that, you know, sale, that is a big deal. So absolutely go out and celebrate yourself, you know, in a, in a small way. Totally. But paying yourself is an art form all on its own. Yes. It's something that you have to practice from day one. So one of the biggest mistakes I see, you know, going back to these mistakes that entrepreneurs make is the, I need to be making, you know, a thousand dollars a month. I need to be making $5,000 a month. I need to be making $10,000 a month before I can pay myself. And let me tell you that is total BS. You can be paying yourself if you're making a dollar. And the reason I say this is because if you don't start paying yourself in those early days, you will always find an excuse to not pay yourself. As humans, our instinct is to spend the money we have. And if you don't have the habits, you don't have those ingrained neural pathways already established when you're making the big bucks, then you're never going to find a way to pay yourself. You're always going to find a reason not to. So I always tell my, my clients and the, my followers that 
from day one, you need to decide how much of your revenue is going to be put towards paying yourself. So pick a percentage. Don't pick a dollar amount, pick a percentage because in those early days, your revenue is going to be like a roller coaster. And so you're never going to be able to predict one month from the next because you don't know you're a brand new entrepreneur, you're brand new to business. You're you're not going to be able to model that stuff. So creating like a paycheck amount that you're going to pay yourself is just a waste of time. But if you choose a percentage, you're always going to have it hundred percent, whether you made a dollar or a hundred thousand dollars, you're always going to have a hundred percent. So choose a percentage Either it's, you know, you're going to pay yourself 2% of your revenue or, you know, some people who are like in the coaching industry where all they need is like a laptop and an internet connection. Maybe they can pay themselves like, you know, 60 to 70% of their revenue, like pick a percentage and say, you know, doesn't matter what I bring in. If I bring in a dollar, then I'm going to pay myself, you know, 40 cents of that and stick to it, you know, develop those habits, develop those systems early because it's so much easier to practice when you're small and when you have the extra time rather than when your business is growing and expanding and you have no time and your brain is already overtaxed with the scaling and all of the new things you have to learn as your business grows, you already have those financial skills intact and you can just rely on them as opposed to having to learn those as well when things are getting kind of crazy and bananas. Very good. Very, very good guidance. I hope you guys are paying attention. Um, One of the things that she just said that I think is worth harping on is regardless of where you are, start it and stick to it. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Um, There are, and and it's funny because so September is systems, system month um, here at at the Brittany Smith uh, enterprise. (laughs) Um, So, you know, on the podcast, we'll be talking about systems, not just in business, but just in life in general. Um, I'll be teaching on systems in the mompreneur group, like systems will save your life. And this money management is a system in and of itself. You will drive yourself insane. Like she said, trying to achieve a dollar amount that you need to go in your pocket every month, um, as opposed to achieving that percent or, or taking that percentage. Um, and it also, I think too, it does, it does better for your psyche to take a percentage. Cause like, cause that way you always get something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you always yes. get and, something. And that's a great point is that mental shift of uh, getting paid as part of the deal. You know, a lot of us think, you know, oh, I have to pay my dues. I have to, you know, make sure that my business gets, you know, the first, you know, dollars in the door or, you know, whatever other BS stuff that we've heard. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, it's out there and and people say it all the time and you have to, you know, make sure you're achieving this level before you can pay yourself, expect to go without a paycheck for three years or, you know, whatever else. It's junk. It's junk. And so pay, having that mental shift and, you know, making that mentality part of your business of I get paid no matter what, that is so, so important as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, and especially as a woman and a mom, you know, we are, we've all heard this a million times, but we're the bottom of the totem pole. We're the last one to get anybody's attention, you know, because we're so busy caring for others. And it's what we're taught to do. It's what we're told to do. It's what's expected of us. And you know, it's time that that stereotype just went the way of the dodo. Like it's got to go. 
Yes. And you know what? I love that because let's, how about we have a, a, a woman, woman's empowerment moment right here. There is something to be said about the moment where you can say, oh no, I got it. Or, oh, I'm going, I'm going to go shopping. I'll be back. And it's like, where'd you get, what, what money are you spending? Oh, it's my money. It's my money <laughs> that I made in my business. It's my stash that my stash of cash that I get to pay myself and do whatever I want with it. Now, obviously there's responsibilities. If you are the sole breadwinner in your home, that can't be your attitude all the time. However, like for me, my husband was gracious enough to allow me to leave my job and do my business full time, but he's still working and his, his money covers the bills. And so anything fun or extra that we do, that's mommy's money. I get to be the, I get to be the fun supplier. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. With the money that I make in my business. So, um, you know, I think in, in any case you get to set up some, um, some prizes for yourself, you know, you get to determine what your fun looks like and you better do it. If you're working hard in your business, you better allot some of that money to taking care of yourself, you know, giving, it gives you that freedom to practice self-care. It gives you that freedom to buy the red bottom shoes. If that's what you're into, it gives you that freedom to book a room. Um, you know, one time we, um, my husband and I were going away on vacation and our friends let the, let us use their timeshare, right? And we were like, oh, instead of us trying to go somewhere where we've been before, we decided to go to this place in upstate New York, right? And the pictures look cool. I'm like, oh, it'll be something different because we don't typically do like mountain type places. You guys, when we got there, okay, we drove up this long, dark driveway because we were getting there late at night. And there were some like really creepy looking buildings that we passed. And we're like, oh, glad we're not staying there. We pull up to this beautiful building. We check in. He's like, yeah, so go back up the driveway and go back up the drive. And your building is going to be on the right. You guys, we were staying in the creepy buildings that we, that we were passing. And, and those were, that's where we, they wanted us to stay. And so because I'm like, you know, we're not going to spend our anniversary this way. I had to use, I got to use my mama money to get us a nice hotel in a different city. And we were able to do that because I worked hard on my business and I paid myself. So I say all that to say (laughs) that it's important that you put this into practice now, whether you're making, like you said, a dollar or a hundred thousand dollars, you need to create this for yourself and make it a habit um, so that you don't die in your business. Um, You know, there are people that I've heard that say, oh, you won't make money the first three years. I I had a friend of mine that said, um, you know, you can't spend any money um, before, after the first five, until the first $5,000 is in the bank. I'm like, what? $5,000? What if, what if I sell cookies? That's a lot of cookies that I have a lot of cookies (laughs) to put, to get $5,000 in the bank before I can start to pay myself. Um, So thank you for dispelling that myth (laughs) for us um, and encouraging us in that. Um, So with that being said, we are spending our power hour, one one hour a week on our, our finances. We are making sure to determine a percentage for paying ourselves. What are some other, um, you know, fundamental things that we can put in place from a financial perspective so that we can um, 
keep our head above water, first of all, but secondly, um, have a healthy financial portfolio, if you will, um, for our business. Yeah. And you know, I'm glad that you are talking about systems because that is, I am all about the systems. Like you have to have something that is easy, that is habitual and that is repeatable because we all know that in life, in motherhood, in entrepreneurship, you can make all the plans you want and then something is going to go sideways. So having a solid financial system in place that you know you can rely on is so, so critical. So, you know, when I talked about, you know, that percentage that goes to you, you have to think about like your revenue kind of like, you know, talking about cookies. So let's talk about it as a cookie. You know, how are you going to divide that cookie among all the different jobs that your money has to do as an entrepreneur? You know, it's not like when we're a nine to fiver and you're only job that the money has to do is to pay your family's expenses. That's all it has to do when you're an employee. But when you're an entrepreneur, it's got to do a lot more work. It's a lot busier as an entrepreneur. So you have to think about it like that cookie. And how am I dividing up that cookie so that all of those jobs get done? And, you know, the things that you have to think about are not only paying yourself, but you got to pay the tax man. Sorry, guys, that's a reality that we cannot avoid. So the tax man's got to be paid. You got to make sure that, you know, your operating expenses are covered. So, you know, how much of the cookie do you need to put towards operating expenses? So, you know, anyone product base, that's going to be a bigger portion of your cookie, whereas the service base is probably going to be a little bit smaller. You know, you got to think about um, anything that you are saving toward. So if you are looking at wanting to do a new branding package or your website needs an update or you want to hire a VA or whatever. So make sure that you've got a portion of your cookie, you know, either saving toward that goal or paying for that expense. You also have to make sure that you have got a portion of your cookie put towards an emergency fund. We all know that life is unpredictable. Business is unpredictable. And if the last 18 months have taught us nothing else, it's that we don't know what's coming down the pipeline. But I can tell you with 100% certainty, something in your life and business is going to go wrong at some point. I don't know what it is and I don't know when it's coming, (laughs) but I know that something's going to go wrong and having a cash reserve sitting ready and waiting there for you is going to be the best way that you're going to get a good night's sleep because you know, when something goes wrong, the first thing we all look for is, do I have the cash to cover, you know, the fact that I'm sick and can't work? Do I have the cash to cover a brand new laptop because I dropped mine in the bathtub? Do I have, you know, (laughs) whatever, whatever the thing that went wrong is having an emergency fund to at least alleviate some of that financial pressure is so, so critical. So, so critical. So make sure that, you know, how are you dividing up that cookie and making sure that, you know, your revenue is doing all the jobs that it has to do. That's an excellent point that you make, um, the differentiating between our paycheck from an employer versus our paycheck from the entrepreneur life (laughs) Um, and that there is a lot more for you to cover. Um, And and I I like the fact that you kind of laid out some of the possible pieces of the cookie that you may need to set money aside for. Um, Ladies, you know, I want you to keep in mind 
that you are the face of your business right now, but we're talking empire building right now. We're talking legacy building. You are not going to be the only person working in your business for the rest of your life, right? And so you want to have vision for your business. You know, like she said, putting money aside for payroll. Um, and let me, let me, you know, help you real quick that you can have a virtual assistant and it doesn't have to cost you a million dollars a year. You know, you might be in a place right now where you're saying, look, I really, really need help, but I can't afford it. You can afford something. Okay. You can, you can afford some help. There are virtual assistants out there that, um, that it range from $5 an hour to $50 an hour. Um, there's somebody out there for everyone. And there's someone out there for every level that you're at. Um, even from a marketing standpoint, I do graphic design and web design and all of that. But if you can't afford a designer, there are websites like fiverr.com where you can get a flyer for $5. You can get, um, someone to do a, uh, a, a video opener for your YouTube channel for $5. You know what I'm saying? So there are things that you can be budgeting for now, regardless of where you are. Um, but if you want to scale your business up, you better be putting some money into these different pieces of the cookie um, so that you can bring in more money. Um, so those are, those are definitely excellent points that you've just made. Um, and I think we're, we're setting some people free today. <laughs> hope so. Well, and I love the point that you made about the getting support and getting help. A million dollar business is never run by one person. It's just not humanly possible to have the skill sets that you need and the time that you need to do all of the, the different jobs that need to be done to run a business that is of that scale. And so, you know, finding that help. And if you are in those early stages when you're just like, oh my gosh, there's no way I can afford help. And a lot of people think of help as like a full-time virtual assistant or something like that. Whereas you're absolutely right. Maybe it's a tiny little job. You know, this, this story is how I always sort of break it down because you all have your very unique set of skills and they do not match anyone else's unique set of skills, but there is no way that you're going to be amazing at everything. And so, you know, I think about the time when I was switching my website from a WordPress site to a Squarespace site because me and technology are not friends. And so I thought, well, let's just switch to something a little bit more user-friendly, a little bit more, you know, plug and play. And it came down to the last step where I had to point the domain from the old website to the new website. And I spent three hours watching YouTube videos, trying to figure it out, doing, you know, reading blogs, banging my head against a wall and growing more gray hair than I probably should have. And I finally threw my hands up in the air. and was like, this is dumb. I do not know what I'm doing. (laughs) I need help. I need support. I, I need somebody who actually knows this stuff. And I went to my IT department, a.k.a. my husband, and I said, you know, this is the situation. This is the problem I'm having. He's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Ladies and anyone else listening, five minutes. It took him five minutes to fix my problem. So think about that in terms of time is money. You know, I could have spent that three hours writing content. I could have spent that three hours with a client. I could have spent that three hours doing the things that only I can do. And I could have, you know, first of all, if I didn't have my husband, chances are there was somebody on Fiverr. I could have spent the $5 or the $10 to have them fix this one tiny little problem. But instead, I was pigheaded and dumb and spent three hours wasting my time. So don't be me. Jen, you are speaking my language. You are speaking my language. So um, 
there is a, a talk that I've done called death by DIY. <laughs> oh <my laughs> and gosh, that's it, brilliant. <laughs> it's literally what you just described. Um, and so just to reiterate, ladies, you will waste more money by wasting more time doing things that you think you can do yourself when you really, like she said, it took her hours upon hours trying to figure it out. And she still didn't, didn't solve the problem. I didn't even get there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and it took her husband five minutes. You know, I was going to say, you could have called me Jen. Cause I, it would have took me five minutes too. Like that's where, (laughs) that's where I live. You know? So it goes the same thing. Like do what you are good at. There's somebody listening right now who hasn't even gotten into their business yet. They're just toying with the idea. Listen, sis, before you choose to go into business, do what you're good at. Don't do what the trends are. Don't do what people say. Oh, you should do this. No, do what you are good at. If baking cookies, I don't know why we're on this cookie thing the whole episode, but it's fine. If you are a baker, then sis, just bake. Okay. Bake. And if you're good with administration, administrate. Okay. But if you're not good at graphic design, don't be putting your flyers together because you're not going to get business with your homemade flyers, you know, and, and they don't look professional and you've got yourself floating in the corner and you're not anchored to anything. And you've got, you know, words misspelled, like, no, take some of your money that you're making from your business and invest in a designer, invest in the website person, invest in the entrepreneurial um, money coach. Invest in the stylist, okay? If fashion is not your thing, but you're trying to go live every day and you look a hot mess, it's okay. Get a stylist. Pay somebody (laughs) to help you present in an excellent way because I'm pretty sure your product is excellent. I'm not questioning your product. I'm not questioning questioning your skill set in terms of the services you offer, but we want to make sure that we're presenting in a way that brings in the money and then making sure that we manage the money in a way that is going to give us longevity and sustainability. Um, so I think like, I thank you for that, uh, <laughs> that nugget because it's so true. And I think too, if we can be really honest and Jen, you could speak to this. Um, you mentioned earlier how we as moms were all the hats, like we were all the hats. We were hats that we, we give ourselves. We wear hats that other people hand to us. We just put them on. We pick up other people's hats and put them on our heads. You know, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's my baby. <laughs> but we wear all the hats. And so I think sometimes we get caught up trying to do everything in our business because we're just used to doing everything at home. We're used yeah. to doing everything for other people. Um, and so I think that's another thing that you should resist carrying into your business that I have to do it mentality. Um, so Jen, do you have any, any funny stories or situate situations where, um, and I guess you kind of just gave us one where that <laughs> I have to do it mentality kind of like really just jacked everything up. You know, it's funny. I, I just was working with a one-on-one client with this, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were working with her bookkeeping, you know, trying to like create a system for her. And I suddenly just looked at her and I said, do you like doing your bookkeeping? And she was like, God, no. And I was like, okay, let's find you a bookkeeper because you hate doing this. It takes you a long time to complete these tasks and it is adding to your mental load. And like, 
you know, she was a makeup artist. And so, <laughs> you know, doing her books while a critical part of managing the financial side of her business, it sorting receipts and, you know, working with QuickBooks or Zero or any of those other things, it just made her head spin. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Why are we spending so much time teaching you these skills when I could just teach you how to read the reports and we could find somebody who's amazing who Ooh. also, you know, we could just hire. And so we spent the rest of you know, our, our session that day finding her a great bookkeeper. The next week, you know, we went through and, and narrowed down the candidates. Within three weeks, she had an amazing bookkeeper who worked with our financial systems. And she was like, oh my gosh, the mental weight that has come off my shoulders and, you know, the time now that I've opened up, I can take on more clients, like yes. the whole thing. And so, you know, one of the things I want you to think about as an entrepreneur is that, you know, return on investment beyond the financial side. So of course, the financial side of it is very, very important. And you want to make sure that you're offloading those tasks that take you the longest are the hardest for you. And you procrastinate on the most first, like those are the first ones to go. But you also want to think about like, what is the mental ROI? And so anyone who's listening, who doesn't know what ROI is, it's return on investment. And you want to think about like the, the whole picture, you know, is it opening up a ton of hours? Is it freeing up mental space? Is it taking stress off my shoulders? Is it something that I procrastinate on and therefore is getting to be a hot mess because I'm not dealing with it on a regular enough basis? So those right. are the decisions, the questions you need to ask yourself when it comes time to hire those, you know, first people. And I know that's a really scary experience. So if, if you're looking to to expand your business in that way, shape or form. That is something that I'm focusing on in my Facebook group right now is literally like what to do to hire. What are the steps that you need to take in order to hire? Because it really is a process that you need to go through to make sure you're not wasting your time and your money. Cause that's also a very easy thing to do as an entrepreneur, you know, if you panic hire. And so, you know, trying to figure out how to avoid that slippery slope. Um, Cause it's, it's also not a great thing to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, so you mentioned your Facebook group. So tell us about your group. Tell us what you have available for those of us who are like on the edge of our seat. Like, listen, I already know I need help. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to start with, with financial help or, you know, how to manage my money help. Um, so tell us what you have um, that people can grab onto right now today. Yes, absolutely. So I have my free Facebook community, which is called Money Strategies for Female Entrepreneurs. It's a phenomenal community full of amazing women in every different entrepreneurial walk of life you can possibly imagine. So in there, you know, there's weekly tips, there's monthly masterclasses. It's all free. It's totally available to anyone who wants to join. So come find me there. And then I also have uh, my paid community, which is the Dollar Divas Money Club. So it's everything that's in the free community, but in a much more in-depth, more step-by-step, -step, more kind of handheld environment. So you, you know, you also get your one-on-one -on -one accountability calls with me and you get, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is super great in that group program. And then you can also work with me just one-on-one, -on -one, you and me sitting on a Zoom call and we'll focus in on your business and we will get you set up <laughs> just killing it with your finances. Um, you know, one of the things that I always like to hear back from my clients is that nothing has changed in my business. My stress levels are down and my bank accounts are up. And Ooh. 
You know, like that to me is the best thing that I can hear is that, you know, I haven't, I'm not making any more revenue. I'm not working any harder. I just have more money at the end of the day. And they're like, it's like magic. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) It's so fun. Yeah. So listen, ladies, I need you to be 1000% honest with yourself right now. She mentioned she has a free community. I want you to take advantage of the free community, but some of y'all know you need the next level up. (laughs) You already know you need the next level up. Um, So look into the dollar divas community. Um, I'm telling you when you invest in yourself, there's a, a much greater return. Like she talked about return on investment. When you invest in yourself, you get a far greater return than when you just continually invest in other people. And that's it. Um, There's another level of fulfillment that you reach when you invest in yourself. Um, Many of us are empowered by having our own businesses. And so in order for you to see the, the biggest um, what there's a word I'm looking for in order for you to, Oh, the full potential in order for you to see the full potential, um, in your business, you have to invest in yourself. Um, and so if you are going to have subscriptions, at least make them subscriptions that are going to help, <laughs> help add to your financial situation and help increase, um, increase your success as an entrepreneur. Um, so listen, Jen, this is awesome. I feel like there's so much more we could talk about. I know that there's so much more we could talk about. Um, maybe in, um, system September, um, we'll have a live interview in, in our monetized mompreneur society group where Jen can kind of give us some, um, some live examples. I know Jen, you probably have, um, like budget tracking sheets and, and templates and different things for us to download and, and use, um, you know, so I want to, I'm going to make sure that your links are in the show notes <laughs> so that people can click right into the Facebook group. They can click right to your website. Um, they can click right to, um, getting a consultation with you. Cause like I said, guys, the Facebook groups are cool. Um, but that's only if you are a self-starter, um, person that's going to do the work yourself. Some of us are not that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, you know what? And that's totally cool too. Like it's, there's nothing wrong with saying I need help. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be true to yourself. You have to be true to yourself. And I promise you, um, that money is going to be well spent because you're not, losing your mind over this thing. You're not losing hair over it. You're not spending hours upon hours upon hours trying to figure it out. Um, but instead you're handing it over to someone who can do this in their sleep. Um, and that peace of mind that comes with that, it, it's, it's unmatched. Um, you know, I, I want to be making money and have peace of mind, you know? So, um, Jen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, you mentioned you also have a podcast. Tell us a little bit about your podcast, what it's called, and how we can find that as well. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you brought it up because I always forget to mention it. <laughs> so my pa- podcast is called In the Trenches. It's all about my life and my experience as an entrepreneurial mom, the ups, the downs, the ins, the outs, and the good, bad, and ugly of being a business owner, a mom, and just trying to navigate that and provide other entrepreneurs with an ally, with somebody who is going through it with them and isn't showing the you know only the pretty side of business but also showing that it's hard work and sometimes it ain't so pretty so that is my podcast called in the trenches and i'll make sure you've got a link for that as well 
Awesome. 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 You, you are right about it. Um, that, you know, it's not a, it's not always pretty this entrepreneur life. Um, and so guys, she just said, she's giving you the real about what it's like to be an entrepreneur and a mom. And I'm sure there are other hats that she wears that she hasn't even mentioned. Um, and, and sometimes listen, it, it helps just to know that there's somebody who gets it. Okay. There's someone who understands why there's grunting in the background. It's because there's a newborn right next to me while I'm recording this. Episode. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it helps to know that there's somebody who gets it. And it helps to know that you're a part of a, a amazing community. There are women all around the world who are doing a dang one thing in business and raising a family at the same time. Like we are legit superheroes guys, like straight up, um, you know, and, and this will be, I guess, another episode <laughs> where we'll talk about how um, life would look a lot different or life looks a lot different when you see other people trying to do what you do. Um, and, and it's just not the same, right? If they're failing miserably trying to do everything that you do. And you're like, what? I do that every day. Um, so before we close out, I want you to pat your own self on the back <laughs> for listening to this podcast, trying to further yourself and better yourself. Um, this is also a form of self-care, you know, listening to podcasts and kind of creating a space for yourself just to do something for yourself. So pat yourself on the back. I'm glad that you guys decided to join us today or whatever day you're listening. Um, Jen, thank you so much for your time and expertise. Um, I love your energy. You make money sound fun. <laughs> you, you well, make it can be. <laughs> it really can. I promise. Ooh. It's not all dull, boring spreadsheets. It really Ooh. can be fun. You might need, I might need another episode for you to convince me fully, but <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a hard sell. No, yeah, I'm, I am that like your client where it's like, uh, I just don't want to deal with any of this, like the bookkeeping. Uh, oh, before we go, that's what I wanted to ask. Um, so I am a online, I'm an online app person. Um, so what are just off the top of your head, some really great apps that will assist us with managing our money in our business? Oh, man. Okay. So <laughs> when it comes to apps, I have to say I have yet to come across the fantastic, wonderful money management app. Like in honesty, I feel like I need to make it because it just doesn't exist. Okay. So, you know, anyone who's a Mint user, I'm sorry, I'm not a Mint.com person. I don't think that the app really gives you a good indication of where you're at financially. I think there's too many things that are easy to fudge in the, mm. in the Mint app. Um, I find you need a budget as somebody who works with finances and works with financial spreadsheets on a literal daily basis. I still don't get it. Mm. <laughs> so like that one, I find a struggle with the best one I found so far in terms of financial management that really is intuitive and easy to use. And it's not even that intuitive and easy to use is envelopes.com. That's mm. a pretty decent one. Um, and then, you know, there's always things like the QuickBook apps and the Zero apps. Um, my personal favorite app when it comes to dealing with all of this stuff is actually one called Evernote. So hmm. Evernote is what I use as my digital filing system. It is literally where my entire life and business reside. And if something hmm. goes down with Evernote, ladies, I'm screwed. So... <laughs> Because that is, I use it as digital filing. So if I ever need to recall a document or a receipt or something like that, I scan everything right into Evernote and I tag it and label it so that 
I can literally pull something up in two minutes and I call it the two minute test. So, you know, when it comes to your filing system, if you can't find something in two minutes, then your filing system needs a revamp. Oh, um, Lord. <laughs> so like that, that I honestly say is the hands down the best app when it comes to staying organized with your finances is Evernote. And again, if you want to learn how to use Evernote, if you're really not sure, or you're just like total deer in headlights right now, come find me come seek me out that I walk you through all of that stuff in my programs. So it's yes. you know, not as scary as it sounds. And honestly, I am the laziest person when it comes to filing because I spent way too many years in the file room as a file <laughs> monkey and I have the stocks to prove it. So I am all about the lazy filing systems. And this one, it is the cream of the crop of the lazy mm. filing systems. That sounds good to me. Ever <laughs> I want to make sure that the CEO of Evernote hears this episode so they can send you some money. <laughs> for I know. I feel like I should commercial. get on as an affiliate for them because I'm, yes. I'm like constantly plugging them. They're, they're really, fantastic. No, seriously, look into that. <laughs> seriously. Um, awesome. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Jen, thank you for your time and expertise. Um, like I said, I'm going to make sure that people are coming your way, hopefully as a result of this show. Um, you guys make sure you schedule your power hour each week. Make sure you figure out what your percentage of paying yourself is going to be. Make sure you get clear and get real with yourself in terms of where you are with needing help, because we all need help in some area. And a lot of us, it is this money area that we need help in. Um, I want you to shift in, uh, shift from summer to September with some wisdom in your back pocket. I want you to not be afraid of making changes um, with your current systems. Like maybe you're listening to this and you're like, well, I had a money system in place, but now that I'm listening to you guys, I got some changes to make. Make the changes now. Because once you get back into the real swing of things, you're not going to have time to make the changes. You're not going to want to make the change. You're going to forget to make the changes. Okay. Do not stay stuck in your dysfunction. Cause I'm, I'm telling you this money thing can be a source of dysfunction for some of us. Um, especially if we are the ones managing it. Um, so you have homework, you have homework to do. I want you guys to tell me what you thought about this episode in the Facebook group, the monetized mompreneur society. Um, so we can have a real conversation about this. Like I said, I'm going to, probably try to get Jen to come back um, to teach us where we can see on paper or on slides, if you will, um, you know, see some of these things with our eyeballs so that we can conceptualize and understand that it's not as scary as it sounds. Um, so thanks again for tuning in. I am Brittany N. Smith. This is the Brittany Smith podcast, and we will see you next Tuesday with a brand new episode. Have a great day. Bye. Are you an influencer, a coach, a content creator, or an entrepreneur? Are you super busy with life and business? This is the right place for you. I'm Brittany N. Smith, and I am your creative brand strategist and brand identity expert. And so I want you to connect with me at Brittany N. Smith on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to make sure to check the show notes because there are always free downloads there to help you develop and design your most profitable, authentic brand ever. This is the space for us to learn and grow together. I can't wait to connect with you. Thanks for listening.